How do you create an online business without using websites? You're tuned into Dog Walk Marketing with Oso and Theo. Follow me while I document my journey to build my own profitable online business. How will I be able to break away from my job that I hate and be able to not only support my family but create a lifestyle that they deserve? How will I do this completely from scratch with a proven online sales system that does not use websites? Follow me and see what happens. Good morning, marketers. You're tuned in to Dog Walk Marketing with Oso and Theo. Uh, It's a lovely day here on the islands. Hopefully you had a great day yesterday and uh, you'll have a great day today. I was thinking, I was going through some papers, some old papers the other day uh, from way back when, when I was uh, telemarketing, and I was noticing how I used to keep track of all my phone calls and everything that was going on with the, the person that I was talking to. I would take really good notes on them, um, you know, like, you know, where they're, where they're located, you know, uh, what time zone they're in, of course, so I could know when to call them. I would also take notes of when I did call them and actually got them on the phone and when I called them in the, when they were not on the phone, uh, when they were not around or when they were not available. So I kind of got a pattern of knowing each person of when to call them and when not to call them. Um, I also took notes of how hot they are in regards to you know, what, they, uh, what level between 1 and 10 they were uh, in regards to interest in what I was offering them. Um, and then I, of course, would track, you know, the sales, you know, what kind of people they were, um, you know, uh, if there was a male, female, of course, I would know that by, usually by the name or by the Mr. or Mrs. I put on there. And then I could also find out, you know, what, a little more about them. So I kind of got a feel of who would buy my product and who would not buy my product from these notes and, you know, when to market to them and when not to market to them and how to market to them too because sometimes some of them you know would want you know a bunch of emails some of them would just want to talk over the phone and that was it so uh, this is a, a form of tracking in telemarketing uh, that you do of course and uh, you can get a feel of who your person is of course there's always going to be the exceptions to the rule but you don't want to go against the norm I mean Everyone always says, well, that one doesn't fit that criteria, and I did that, which I have done in the past. But you want to, if, you, if you're going to be successful, you don't want to break out of what already works. Um, you want to continue, you don't want to be the, the uh, trailblazer, as they say, because you're going to um, also run into snakes. I mean, if you're a trailblazer, uh, a trailblazer was with the guy that would uh, burn a trail for the people behind him. However, he would come across a lot of animals and things like that that could easily kill him. So it was also a very, very um, dangerous position in regards to trailing. So um, in regards to the trailblazer, though, we, uh, you know, uh, we don't want to be that. We want to be the ones that follow the norm. So hold on, there's a dog coming here, and it looks like there's some dogs trying to... uh, mess with oh so real quick here some wild dogs coming which i don't know who these dogs are so i don't want to mess with them so we gotta go up this other route all right back to away from the excitement so again you don't want to break away from what works i mean if you find a pattern 
you want to stick to it and you want to find but you want to find the pattern and finding the pattern is keeping track of all your tracking uh, you know finding out what headlines work uh, split testing which means basically to run two different ads with two different headlines or two different images um, you want you don't want to do too many changes when you do split testing in other words you don't want to do a, a split test where you have one headline and one image and then another split test you have another headline and another image. You only want to change one thing on the split test. Otherwise, you don't know what is working, what's not working. So when you do a split test, you only want to change, say, the headline. That's it. That way you can figure out which is the best headline that works, and you can start using that. Once you figure out the best headline, then you can change the image. And then, the, and then if, and if the image works, then you can change the story, you know, and so forth. So that's how you split test to get the best results. You know, uh, yes, some people say there's you know different combinations you can do, which you know you can go into, it, but that's the easiest way to split test and just do one th image at a time or one one item at a time. Um, when you're tracking, though, also a lot of people think their funnels don't work, and this is something that uh, uh, ClickFunnels teaches in all their courses. That you know, it, just because your funnel doesn't work doesn't necessarily—I mean, don't, you don't make—you're not making money on it or not getting results. Doesn't mean your funnel doesn't work. It depends on how much traffic you're getting, because you have to have enough traffic to really do, you know, to understand your traffic. I mean, if you have one person, and you make a sale, and that one person buys, all you got is that one person's information. That is not a test or a market or a, a, a enough information to make a decision on who to market to. Just one person. That's why when Facebook does their Facebook analytics, uh, you, what you need to do is you, you, you know, when you do a, a similar audience in Facebook, you want to have a, a quite a few sales, quite a few traffic, you know, things like that so they can make an assessment of what type of people are buying or what type of people are clicking so they can market to those people. So you, you must have enough traffic to make an educated assessment of what works and what doesn't work. Otherwise, you know, you're just blowing in the wind. So in a funnel, you know, you would have conversions and they would diminish as they go into your funnel. That's why it's called a funnel. It goes smaller and smaller and smaller. So say you have, you know, 5,000 people come to your free offer and say 20% convert. That means there's 1,000 people that go in from your free offer and put in their email in going to your sales page. Then of that 1,000, say you get 3%, which is 30 people uh, that you would get that would actually buy your offer. And then your, your bump, you know, you might get, you know, 40% uh, of that's so another one person would buy that, uh, 10 people would buy that bump, or 12 people actually would buy that bump. And then they go into your one-time offer, which is uh, the next one, which would buy about 3 to 5% would buy that. So you see it as it diminishes, you go from 5,000 to 1,000 to 30 to, say, 3, okay? But it diminishes. That's what a funnel does. It, it does a funnel. It just makes it keep going smaller, smaller, smaller. But as it goes smaller, the uh, items you're selling go higher and higher. So, um, but if it, so if you don't have enough people, if you only have, you know, 10 people go into your funnel and you're converting at, you know, 20% there, that means only two people went to your one-time offer. And if you have to convert it at 30% on, or 3% on there, you're not going to get one sale. So it doesn't really mean that your funnel's not working. It means you don't have enough traffic. So that's about it for um, funnel marketing today or dog walk marketing. 
So that's about it for dog walk marketing. Hopefully you guys learned something and uh, hopefully you have a great and wonderful day and let's keep on marketing.